0: Welcome to Time with Bishop Melvin London. Stay tuned. We hope you'll be blessed. Let's quickly continue with our series of the Beatitudes that last week we learned to overcome persecution. Persecution, I told you, can come from different angles. Persecution can come through our family, our church, our workplace our schools, and even in our careers, there are different areas that persecution can come. But when you are relied on God, when you have a covenant with God through Jesus Christ, no matter how the persecution comes, He will protect you. He will preserve you and He will see you till the end of your journey in Matthew chapter five, the verse of number 13 to 29. So anybody who is ready, please. I want you to read from the 13 all the way to 29.
1: You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing, but to be thrown out and trampled under feet by men. You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill. Cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Verse 17 Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets, I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For assuredly, I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one little will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men, so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say to you, that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Verse 21, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder and whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment but I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment and whoever says to his brother Raka shall be in danger of the council but whoever says you fool shall be in danger of hellfire therefore if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you. Leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Agree with your adversary quickly while you are on the way with him. Least your adversary deliver you to the judge The judge hand you over to the officer and you be thrown into prison assuredly i say to you you will by no means get out of there till you have paid the last penny verse 27 you have heard that it was said to those of old you shall not commit adultery but i say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her already committed adultery with her in his heart. Verse 29, if your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. For it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. What a word and may God bless his word. You see, when you look at all these things, you would assume that Christianity is one of the most hardest religion that has ever been. Asked. But it is not so. You see, Jesus has taught his disciples the nine principles of the kingdom blessings. And the last one is the blessed are those who are persecuted because of me and when he had finished all the nine blessings or the nine principle of which every gospel from Matthew to Revelation the morality of the gospel is hinged on this very beatitude is hinged on Matthew chapter 5 all the way to chapter 7 which happens to be the Sermon on the Mountaintop, the mountain Eramos. That is what the whole gospel is hung on. And after Jesus has taught them this, Jesus now comes to the verse of 13 and say, You are the salt of the earth. Today' message, I have titled or I have encapsulated it as, You are the salt of the earth. Wherever you are, I want you to beat your chest and say, I am the salt of the earth. You are nothing but a salt of the earth. And you got to understand that this very thing Jesus said, as much as it may look simple, it is a heavy weight. As much as we may look at it as something very light, something very casual, it is very heavy. And until you understand, what the old covenant says about salt you will not understand where Jesus was coming from by saying you are the salt unless you understand the exigences of the old testament and what God did with the old testament prophets and the people of Israel you will not understand in the new dispensation what Jesus meant by you are the salt either and that you would take it casually and that is Why today I want us to be vigilant and go through scriptures and understand what Jesus meant by you are the salt of the earth. And he continued to say that you are the salt. But if the salt have lost his server, which is the taste, wherewith shall it be? be salted. It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be casted out and to be trodden under the foot of men. After he has given them all the nine blessings, he has to now bring them to a place of agreement. He has to bring them to a place of contract. He has to bring them to a place of covenanting On the promises and the blessings that he has conferred on them and that if you are able to abide it, you will have a covenant with God and with man. So Jesus used the symbol salt and said you are the salt. And before you will understand these very simple words that Jesus spoke, unless I take you back into the Old Testament for you to understand what the scriptures meant by being a salt, by understanding what is called the salt covenant or the covenant of salt. That's where we are going to. You will not understand being a salt until you have understood what it means to be covenanted with God in salt. The nine principles of the blessings is established and authenticated on the covenant of being a salt. So all the blessings that he has mentioned until you become a salt you will not be able to enjoy the delicious and the delicacy of that very blessings that he has spoken over them. So it is not just a blessing, it is abiding in the blessing and then having a covenant to seal a blessing. In the Old Testament, anytime God pronounces a blessing on his people, he runs into covenant with them anytime god you see god come to town and releases a blessing on his people he ran into covenant with them as a sign as a seal as an authentic agreement with the people of god so now come with me quickly to the book of numbers chapter number 18 the verse of 19.
1: all the heaven offerings of the holy things which the children of israel offered to the lord i have given to you and your sons and daughters with you as an audience forever it is a covenant of salt forever before the lord with you and your descendants with you
0: Hallelujah. It is a covenant of salt forever before the Lord unto thee. Now, unto you, he at my present, before Moses, as Moses was speaking the revelatory knowledge of God unto the people of God. He said, the covenant of salt is forever before the Lord unto you and I see with you forever. Now watch this very carefully. It says, All the offerings of the holy gift which the sons of Israel offer to God, every blessing that comes into your hand that you offer unto God, I have given to you and your sons and daughters with you as a perpetual allotment the blessing is a perpetual allotment the blessing is a perpetual status the blessing is forever blessing it is everlasting covenant of souls before God and before you and your descendants so what Moses was telling the people of Israel according to the instructions of God, is that you have to season the blessing, the gift, the offering, whatever you want to render unto God, let this one be seasoned with salt, so that it will be a covenant, everything I give you, from grain, from meat, from everything I give you, that you render it back unto me. Let this thing be seasoned with salt. Why must it be seasoned with salt? So here is where we have the first narrative of the salt covenant. So salt covenant has been established and was established by God and his people. And he said, this covenant is forever. That means it is an unbroken covenant. That means that you may be dead and gone, but as long as you have a covenant with God, your children comes and still activate that very potent of the Salt covenant, and it begins to work in their favor. That means your children's children can invoke the covenant of salt and it will still work for them. The term covenant of salt appeared three times in the Old Testament. Let's look at something quickly. The first time that it occurred in the book of Leviticus. Let's go right now. So now we have realized that the covenant of salt is what God used to spice the blessing into manifestation write it down. Salt is what God used to spice the blessing or the promise or the covenant as a sacrificial symbol to establish and manifest the blessing. So when God speaks a blessing, When God gives you something, when God delivers you out of something and he has to run into a covenant, the covenant is seasoned by salt. I believe you were blessed by this message. God bless you for listening. For more messages of Bishop Melvin London, please follow him on his social media handles and you will be blessed.